The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to the 750. I am your O, RJ Ochoa. He is your 75, two time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and ready for 2022. It is Tony Casillas, TC. What up? I'm doing good. Happy New Year, brother. Hope your uh, New Year's has started off well. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's hard to believe it's 2022, and uh, here we are, another week of the 750. 2022 is hard to say. Like, it's hard to enunciate. So I'm not a fan of it um it's, it's a lot of syllables you know what i mean and i just i don't you know do, do you ever you know how like like i, mean, I don't know like 10 or i don't know like 2007 people are like oh yeah oh seven do people actually say like 22 do people like abbreviate it that way that seems weird to me you know it's just you know for me i i don't think that they would do it as much but it's it's hard when you have to date something and you right. still go back to 2021 and I think I remember doing it last year all the way into June and July, but it just seems like the last couple of years has just kind of been somewhat of a blur and kind of a grind. But uh, I, I just kind of try to keep it, you know, as simple as possible. Uh, 20, yeah, 22. I think you just abbreviate that way. It makes it a lot easier and you don't get confused. But, you know, I tell you what, RJ, it just seems like time just goes by uh, more oh. fast, uh, faster and uh Man, as you get older, it just seems like those increments mean a lot more. <laughs> I like to look at time in a weird way. Um, so, for example, uh, like to put it in Cowboys terms, uh, 2007 was a great Cowboys year. It didn't end great, but it was a great Cowboys season. Uh, that was 15 years ago now that, that we're in the year 2022. So the same distance of time, 15 years, exists between 2007 and now as it did between 1992 when you guys won the Super Bowl in 2007 that's crazy to me like that like i just that's that like I, I like to do that a lot and that is a really uh crazy phenomenon to me yeah well the 90s too it's uh yeah just the fact that it's in the 90s and here we are in 2022 i remember the the y2k in 2000 ah uh, yeah and i remember everything everything was just gonna just go off the grid and we had people i went to you know prepare for you know food and water and everything was just gonna just go berserk and nothing really happened and here we are again you know 22 years later and not only have uh, we kind of changed our whole pathway in life with all the pandemic it's uh 
it's amazing. As I mentioned, the time just means goes by so fast. And when you have kids, I'm sure your parents have told you that before. It's uh, it's it's definitely the increments t- change in time. No, it's um, time's a funny thing. Um, but um, 1992, 2007, whatever year, those were great years for the Cowboys. This was supposed to be a great year for the Cowboys. Still could be a great year for the Cowboys, Tony. People are pissed. All right, you were there uh, at AT&T Stadium. You saw. Uh, the, I don't know what you want to call it, embarrassment. Um, the Cowboys had every opportunity to prove to the world that they are not just a team that beats up on bad teams, and they failed. They failed to do that on Sunday. And so now there are a lot of questions being asked about them, and they're all very fair. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, – uh, I knew the game would be more challenging. I think the – was a six-point. Uh, they were favored by six points, and – you know, I think it's kind of a slippery slope as you, you look at some of these teams, you look at Arizona. And and I, I think everyone gets kind of seduced on the, the highs and lows of the Cowboys. And and I just uh, – the inefficiency kind of reared its, its ugly mm-hmm. head when you, when you talk about some of the things. You know, offensively and defensively, they just gave up a lot of big plays and weren't able to create big plays, mistakes. And, you know, a lot of things is just really – it kind of, you know, take a step back. And I think we talked about this last week and we always talk about as you get into this playoff berth mentality, you want to be able to be clicking and being able to be efficient and offensively. And I think, again, you have to go back to the Washington game. And I think we've done that before. We've been guilty of that before whenever this team needed to get back on track on offense and, Man, I, I, you know, there's so many things that I saw, RJ. I think, I think, you know, defense offensively, it just seemed to me the the unwillingness or, or just the inadequacy on the offensive line to me kind of showed up. And just, you know, guys dropping balls, Zeke dropping balls. And again, we just can't, you know, oh, yeah. when I say we, the Dallas Cowboys just can't run the football. And to me, that's that's more disturbing than a lot of aspects of this team when they're, they're not going is the fact that this team cannot run the football. No, um, the offensive line is, you know, sometimes you get like, like there are a lot of non Dallas Cowboys fans who watch Dallas Cowboys games. And they all, I think tend to think like, Oh, this offensive line is amazing. You know, they got Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. Like, yeah, it's, it's nice, but it's it's not what it was five, six years ago. Um, and so that's that's an issue for them. It has been an issue for them. Um, we're going to get to the, the subject. The main subject of our episode today uh, for everyone is uh, resting versus playing. But before we do, I do want to get your thoughts on, on another controversial, um, I guess, controversial subject um, after the game. Tony, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but uh, CeeDee Lamb, Mike McCarthy, came out and kind of blamed the refs. I say kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm being kind to them. They actually, you know, CD outright blamed the refs. Um, my take on this, I said this on the post game show. Do I think officiating is perfect in the NFL? No. Do I think that it was a fumble at the end? Totally. Obviously. Do I think it's unfortunate that the right thing ultimately wasn't called? Of course I think that, like, I, I don't care if the Cowboys are winning or losing in that sense, I just want the correct call on the field. Um, But I think that is so lame, dude. I I mean, I think that is the lamest thing. I mean, you lost, you had, you had every opportunity throughout the game. I mean, you put up seven points in the first two quarters. Like you, you had that game. Like don't, don't come out here and say the refs dictated that game when you blew your chance. That is really lame to me. 
I, I agree. I think it's not a perfect world. And these officials, again, I think if you want to, if you, you think things are bad, go back to my era where there was no <laughs> history play. There was no <laughs> reversing calls. But and yet we were able to overcome that. And I don't want to go back to the old days, but that's just the way it was. And now then, you know, C.D. Lamb and I think Mike McCarthy really sent the wrong message. You know, I think there's a way that you can address officiating. We all know that it's been a little inconsistent this year. We can all agree to that. Um, but when you're outside of two minutes and you're out of timeouts, and that would clearly could have been challenged and, and they, the Cowboys probably would have won on that fumble right there at the end of the game. But when you're blaming the officials for the fact that you cannot execute on offense, it, 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 it you have to, it's yeah. one of those things you just look in the mirror and it's like, are we really that good if we have to go there? And I think whenever the head coach has to come out and use that as a motivation it's, for his, it, it's, so it, it's really, it's, it's motivating your players to think, okay, you, you, you didn't it's get coddling them. Yeah, you. It, it, to me, it's it's a little it's a little fraudulent when you when you talk yeah. about that. Maybe that's a strong word, but look, it is fraudulent. No, that's yeah, that's it, the it, right it, word. Right, it's very fraudulent, and you know, to me, that is the accountability you got to have. And when I sit there and watch, when I said Trayvon Diggs again took a chance and got burned on a couple of plays, Anthony Brown, the offensive line getting called for holding penalties. Look, they're gonna. It's a subjective call, right, RJ? Just like sure. all these calls. The yeah. Every officials have their eyes are different. They see different things. Now, and, and I think that's a great thing. I mean, it changes from game to game. How many times, and this happens all the time, you know, which officials you're getting, which crew, and you say, okay, guys, these officials are going to call the game tight. Or, guys, you can get away with some of those things. you got to test the waters. But guess what? In the fourth quarter, you kind of get an indication of what how the game's going to be called, right? Yeah, I mean – that's I so just that's on you. Like I mean, that all everything you said has merit, but like I, I'm at a place like several layers before you are. And but again, like I I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, my my thought is okay. Are the officials responsible for for Zeke dropping passes for for, Kel, for for the for the run game not working? Are, are the officials the ones you know prohibiting you from having success there? Are are the officials you know? And, and people are going to say yes here, but like, are the officials responsible for the defensive line, not generating pressure on Kyler exactly. Murray and people, right. people are, but people are going to say like, Oh no, well, well, Demarcus Lawrence is getting held. Randy Gregory is getting held. It's like, dude, I mean, like okay. offensive line hold every play, but that, yeah, I, I just, egregious as it is, it just depends on whatever. I just, you know, I like, hate what, the idea. What the official sees because look, here's the thing, RJ. And all our, all our listeners out there, they could make, they could call a penalty on every play. Sure. If your eyes are watching one aspect of the game, they're gonna they can do that. But you know, to me, again, when you get your ass beat, I don't want to hear no, the officials. I, I don't want to be excused that the officials got you beat because that certainly wasn't the case in that game. Well, what I don't want to hear is that ever because so okay, are, are the, were the officials perfect the week before when you kicked Washington's ass? Is is that like that's that's a perfect officiated game? You know what I mean? Like that's so lame to me. Like again, like the idea of hiding behind something else. And I I've been saying this all week too. So I want to be very clear. I'm not defending Greg Zerline. I'm not you know like I'm I know I'm not going to go out on that limb. But I hate that because the Cowboys made it close in the fourth quarter that now people think like, well, if Greg Zerline just makes the field goal, you know, that he missed they're they're going to overtime. It doesn't work that way. Like, I like, you know, like 
again, Greg Zerline missed, and I wish the Cowboys would hold him accountable the way I wish they would hold themselves accountable, but the team got beat. They were not a Greg Zerline field goal away from this. And, and like, and that's, you know, like it's one thing to lose and I'm, I'm upset that they lost, but the thing that I'm most disheartened by is that here we sit less than two weeks away from the playoffs and that they have this mentality of of making excuses of saying it's the referees if Greg Zerline just makes his field goal no man that like there were bigger issues than that in this game you got beat it's okay there weren't a lot of consequences from it because you've already won the division but you you have to change your mentality because guess what they're they're going to be officials they're going to be referees they're going to be flags and the very last thing and then we'll get to the rest thing I will never I mean and I I believe in weird things like I I you know have some fun with stuff. I will never ever Tony believe that the NFL has it in for the Cowboys. That that the NFL is like, you know, cuz you see all these takes like, oh, well, the the Packers never get called for that or the the Buccaneers never get called for that. I will never in my life believe that Roger Goodell is ordering the code red, you know what I mean, to to screw the Cowboys over. But a lot of people think that. And that's, again, another excuse that people make for this team. I could argue that this year has been very judicious when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. I, I could I could make an argument that this year that they are letting defensive backs and let these guys, you know, all the hand fight and everything. To me, I think it's been pretty fair. And I think that that bodes well for defense. I couldn't have said that in the last five years before this. It, it, to me, it seems like it's gotten better. And again, it, it just depends on what officiating crews you have. And look, there's a chance that they may. You, you know who crew. you're going to have. You know, like exactly. that, like you said, you know you're, who you're, you're going to have. All talk to Mark McCarthy, if you know you got this official, you know, and look, maybe some days are different. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I think that, uh, again, if it's that blatant, they're going to make a call. All right. Holding is holding. And look, it's the same thing in offensive linemen for the Cowboys. I mean, what was those three? They had three holding penalties, I believe. They had a lot of penalties and negated big plays. And it wasn't just because, first of all, if you're getting beat, that's when you're more prone to hold and the fundamentals of blocking. Mm -hmm. When you're getting beat, you're just trying to grasp something and hold on. So, again, I I think to the fact that this is a – a team that may play Arizona again, and they may get the same officiating crew. It doesn't matter. You should that should be a non-factor. You should be able to make more positive plays, negative plays, where it comes to penalties, whether it comes to uh, blown assignments, whether it comes to drop balls. The Cowboys didn't do that. They didn't have enough plus plus plays to overcome that against a good football team. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent. You want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Um, I, th- I heard, uh, or I mean, I didn't, was someone heard, a lot of people heard Julian Edelman was on Pardon My Take a few months ago, and he talked about how Bill Belichick would whoever they were playing um, say they were going to play, I don't know, the bills. And in that game, the bills were going to be wearing white jerseys, how Belichick wants in, in that moment, his receivers or whoever to wear white gloves so that if you're holding or whatever, exactly. yeah. I mean, like, you know, these, these are like, these are the, the, maybe not the rules of the game, but these are, these, these are the parameters. These Practice. are the rules. These are the rules yeah. of engagement. And so yeah. like, if, if you want to cry foul about this again, you're missing the point to me. So I was really disheartened to see that from the Cowboys. I'm also Tony. Uh, I don't know if we're going to agree or disagree here. I'm disheartened to hear. And I know so far they're just talking. It's the early parts of the week to set this up properly. Uh, the Cowboys are not, uh, not officially the four seed in the NFC, but it's very likely they're going to be the four seed. Uh, again, certain things could break it, uh, you know, a couple of different ways on Sunday. But the the most probable outcome um, this weekend after the regular season is over is that Dallas is the four seed and they will likely host the loser of the NFC West, whether that's Arizona or the Rams is obviously to be determined. Um, so they are playing the Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday night. The Eagles are again, effectively entrenched in the seventh seed as the third wild card in the conference. And it looks like they'll be visiting the Buccaneers in the wild card round. But again, anything can change. And, and that's yeah. that's going to be everyone's response to this. I get that. So this is kind of a, a not meaningless. Everybody hates that word, but kind of a meaningless game for Dallas and Philadelphia. Um, and because neither team has the first round by the age old question has returned should, I mean, Philly, but we don't care about them. Should Dallas rest their starters? Should they rest some starters? Should they rest all of them? Should they play this game to win? Should they play this game to get momentum? Uh, how would you approach this game? Because so far, again, we're recording this Tuesday morning, Mike McCarthy came out, said, we're going to play to win. We plan to play. The players all came out. Oh, we want to play blah, blah, blah. Jerry Jones uh, was on 105 through the fan on Tuesday, said that the Cowboys are planning to play to win. Do you like that? Do you think they should rest? I mean, where, where are you at here? Well, I think part of me says that all of them should play and, and play until they kind of fix the problem, especially on the offense side of the ball. I don't think, again, you want to go into the preseason, you want to go into postseason hot. You want to be able to hopefully execute and do some things and be able to get some of back your confidence. And, you know, I think the Cowboys' identity on offense now is that they're going to have to throw the football. I mean, they can't I – mean, you mentioned they play they play the Rams or they play the, the Cardinals in the postseason play. I mean, those are two teams that got good defenses. So what's going to be their strategy? Is it going to be – they're going to be a, a, you know, pass-run team? I think it seems that that's where it's trending, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think that going into – it's got to be – it can't be sloppy, RJ. Sure. If you're going to give – you're going to – the players are going to be on a pitch count. Look, those pitches have got to be efficient. you got to be sharp. you got to show me something going into, you know, the, the, you know, to the postseason play. I do like the fact that – I think the best thing about this is that they don't get a bye week because they need to go in and they need to continue this somewhat momentum of trying to find something on offense and be able to – rectify that problem or play through it. They need to play through that. And I just haven't seen enough of that because it's, it's going to get damn hard. 
So it already has the goddamn hard yesterday. And then the the Eagles, to me, they're they look pretty good. I think they're hungry. They're a hungry team. Dak says his team's hungry. Yeah, they're hungry. But I think that the Eagles right now are more a more hungry team. I would say. So to be clear, then, if you have to pick a a side, like you have you have to put you have to put on a shirt that that you know shows your team here. Your team play them right. Is that if you have to pick one team, like ultimately. As far as playing uh, on team? Saturday, yeah, pl- on, on playing Saturday night in, in this this particular game. So you, you would play them again, play, you know, for. Oh, for, absolutely. OK, yeah. see. So yeah, like, and, and, you, know, you get into the third quarter. I mean, obviously, you don't want to get anyone hurt. So, you, so you're treating it like a preseason game. Yeah, you're kind of you in between. About, yeah, I, I think that part of me wants to like, OK, let's have this dress rehearsal that they have. Mm-hmm. Let's see something. Let's see some efficiency, uh, and we'll go from there. But, I mean, think about this, though. I don't think as a, as a player playing NFC East and playing the Eagles, I don't want to lose the Eagles. I want to play. Regardless of – look, we, it's, it's like you can't – like you go out and you play, and you're out there trying to protect yourself. What happens? You protect yourself, you're prone to get injured. So I just don't think that – I. I don't like that theory of like, okay, we're just going to rest everybody. We're all either going to be all in for the first the first half, three quarters, mm-hmm. and I want to see something. I want to see some maybe some efficiency, run the ball, some timing, some confidence, getting on, getting some things, seeing some things we haven't done. And look, you shouldn't have to wait till the seventeenth game of the season to do that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it uh, seems to me that's the only bad thing about this, RJ. This is the 17th game of the season, and we're still talking about the second half of the season of the Cowboys not being efficient enough. What happened in the second half? And look, I, I think to me, the narrative has been the harder teams they play, the more they struggle. So I agree with everything you're saying. And in a perfect world, like if you're saying, RJ, what is the perfect result from Saturday night? The perfect result is you play your starters. And they go just whip up on the Eagles. And then you you head into the wild card round with confidence. I've told you, like, again, that would be the most ideal result. <laughs> but you you run a lot of risk. And, and there's more than just injury risk. And let's not forget, I mean, we're, we're only a few days removed here from Michael Gallup tearing his ACL while catching a touchdown. Like, you uh, know, what, it, what, like not only a touchdown, but a brilliant oh, catch I mean, and touchdown. Classic Michael Gallup, you know, fashion, just an incredible catch, just so terrible that he tore his ACL, uh, especially uh, just a few months away from being a free agent. Just awful. I mean, just terrible, um, you know, and, and you know, not, not not to just move on from that. But so, I mean, that's how I mean, you know, that's how fast life can change in the NFL. And so, you know, th- there is a balance here. And so I I just I'm not saying like I like. When you my my take is I would not play them. But when when I, when you say that, it sounds like I wouldn't play them at all. Fine, if they want to throw them out there for a series or two series or a quarter, a half. I mean, I get like I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But my question is, okay, because we said in an ideal world, perfect situation, they go out, they show something on offense, and then they can go and they can prep and they can get ready for Arizona or the Rams or whatever. What if they go out and they suck? Like you know what I'm saying? Like what if what what if they go out and like they don't. 
establish momentum. They they don't sh- click on offense. They don't show anything. So now they, you know, the, the whole mentality all week was, okay, we're going to go in. We're going to play one half. We're going to go score a bunch of touchdowns. And then we're going to sit on the bench uh, and we're going to get ready for the Cardinals or the Rams. What if they struggle? Like, do they, do they now have negative momentum? You know what I mean? Are they now in their own heads? You know, like, and again, I'm, I'm not saying be fearful or anything like that. I'm just exploring all sides of this coin. Well, it depends on how bad the officiating is. It's all <laughs> <in the hands. laughs> nice. No. Nice. Uh, nice look, look, good teams are good teams. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. And I think that that's the difference between really good teams that are, that are playing well. It doesn't matter if they're out there for two series, they're going to play good. Well, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. If you have, if you are counting on that to your struggles to define who you are, then that's on you because at this point, you should be a much better, it, 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 have more confidence in yourself. And to me, I think that that's the thing that really starts to seep in. And they're at the star, they're, you know, they're evaluating, they're saying their game plan and everything that they need to do. And they understand what they need to do, but it's not like you say, okay, if you, look, how many times can you say how many teams in a national football every week play? Oh, if we would have got that call and that yeah. call, the damn game, come on, man. That's just the, that's just the way the NFL, any sports is. Okay. So my point is, I don't think, no, I, I think that that's, it's who you are. It's who your character is. And if that's who you are, if you're worried about, if you go out there and you you stink up the joint, then that's on you. Yeah, That's something that you're not taking care of. So to me, it doesn't really matter. I, that, I think it's a job as a coach to prepare you. And then sure. the players is, hey, we got to perpetuate. We got to carry this out. And I think, you know, for this team to turn that corner of a, a lot of, uh, I, I guess, doubt that a lot of people still maybe have in this team, um, this is another way that you can kind of catapult and get through that. I think that, look, if it would have been Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy would have just said, look, you guys are going to play. Sure. We don't think, we don't think about getting injured. You can't think about that. Every play is you're harm's, harm's way of maybe you know, the next man up. How many times do you hear that? So, so I'm not, I'm not on buying that notion. Look, I, you just go out there and play, and you, name, you can't worry about whether you're going to play good or play not. Let's, let's, let's find out who your real soul is. That sounds good. Like, again, like I'll, I'll run through a wall for you and Jimmy, by the way, uh, <laughs> did you see Troy has a, a new beer coming out? By the yeah, way? I saw that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah. the, the name of it is I think drink eight. Um, so, uh, obviously or eight elite light lager is, is the official name. So, uh, you know, very interested to see, uh, um, surprise me because I know Troy, uh, is into, uh, you know, he's into fitness and he, he works his ass off and, mm-hmm. And uh, good luck to him. I, I knew that that was something brewing. <laughs> See, <I did> that. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I you're on, you're on fire today. Yeah, hey, look, I, um, it's just like my dad moments. But anyways, good luck for him. I'm, and I'll definitely. Hey, if it's if it's elite elite eight, that means you got to have eight. I mean, believe me, I'm I'm interested. Um, but so okay, so this is what I was gonna say. Because uh, I I love what you're saying, and I agree. Like again, I'm hyped about it. Cool, awesome. And but you, you said it. Good teams are good teams, and you shouldn't be trying to fix this or find this answer or whatever here in your 17th, 17th game of the regular week, season, 18th or whatever week so it is. <laughs> let's we we love to talk about golf. All right, let's let's put it in perspective this way. All right, when you leave the range, right, you go to, you go hit. You know, you want to go to the range 30 minutes before your round. You go to the range and you're flushing them. You're flushing them, and, and oh, someone's yeah. like, 
hey, hey, Tony, we got to get to the tee box. And you just tow one, you know, and you're like, and then you're like, no, I, this can't, can't be it. This, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like, this cannot be the one that I go to the tee box off of. And, like, and that's, that's in my mind, my, my thought process. Yeah, and like, and, and some, like, maybe that was like the last ball out of the bucket. So you're like, you're reaching up in the very front of the, of the range where somebody dribbled one and you're like, let me get this one back here. And then you flush and you're like, okay, great. But what if somebody, you know, this doesn't happen to you because you're obviously, you know, you're, 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 your game hey, the is in a solid place. partner is when you shank one. That's, that's the really bad, the shanks. Sure. But my <laughs> point is, you know, a lot and say, like the, the average Joe golfers, they'll flush that one. They'll think, okay, this round's going to be great. But bad golfers are bad golfers, right? Like, like the last, the last shot on the range doesn't change who, who you are, your swing, how your round is going to go. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't think that anything, anything can really be obtained here that I guess and I, I'm so fine. Play them. Don't play them. But I don't think that like th there's a lot that can be gained. Um, and may maybe, maybe the true thing that can be gained is just confidence. And, and maybe that matters. Maybe that's worth fighting for or whatever, but who they are is who they are. You know, like one game or, or one half isn't going to change that at this point. That's, that's my main point. Well, I think at this point, and I know this playing on teams, is that it's all the mental pre preparation. It's a mental aptitude and getting your mind right. And the energy will take over just because of where you, the element and what you're playing for. The, the, the stakes are a lot higher. And I think to me, that's really all the other stuff is just secondary, RJ, because you're in, you're, your emotions are heightened. You should be all, you've locked in. And I, I, you know, I just know during the, the preparation, especially for a big game, you have to be locked in. I know a lot of times, and I know a lot of players will tell you the same thing. You go through your pregame, you're just not feeling it. It's like, oh, there's something missing. Energy may is missing. The shoes may not fit the same. You know, mm -hmm. all these superstitions. But then all of a sudden you go out there and like, well, it's totally different because I flipped the switch and I turned it around. Yeah. And I think that's what you have to do. It's not a perfect world. Teams start off slow, bad if there's bad calls, but you overcome that. You can overcome that with the, the people that you have and the personnel and just really the confidence level and the thing. And look, things are going to go sideways every once in a while. And the Cowboys almost ultimately had a chance to come back and win that game, but they didn't because of what they did before that. And I, that's on them. It's not on any other element of the game. Right. And that's the same, the same exact thing. So like Demarcus Lawrence, you know, is upset about the fumble. I'm Fine. surprised. I, you know, I'm surprised that D-Law would come out and say that because, I, you know, when everything's great, and, and I'm not just I'm not just pointing D-Law out. Everything's right. great. Oh, man, you know, I'm back, you know. Yeah. I'm, you know, you know, the, I, I'm, I'm, you know I'm, I'm hungry. But then when something like all hell goes wrong, it's like, you know, well, you got to call out different things. You know, just, own, just take ownership for what happened. You I lost mean, I – I understand being upset about the fumble not being called. I do get that. Like, I totally get that. And and he tweeted it like. But soon. people understand the rules of the game, right? Agre if you don't have I any totally timeouts, it's not an automatic review if you're if you're all out of timeouts. So, totally agree. So, the same way, because I agree with you, the same way that, that that one moment, you know, may or may not swing the game, right? Like, you know, we're sitting here saying Cowboys. Don't be complaining about the officials. You had three full quarters to win this game and you didn't. So don't, don't be upset, right? We agree with this take. So that's kind of my point 
as as we approach this game, you've had all of this yeah. season. You've had 16 games to to mm-hmm. get right to establish momentum. Whatever this 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 is, you just you can't do it right here. You can't right. go. You can't do that in one game. Or because like like you're saying, a lot of people are saying play them one half, one series, whatever. You really think like one series? I'm not saying you, but like one series is gonna like be the difference between winning the Super Bowl and not, you know, and or, or whatever. I mean, that that's my point. The body of work, the, the opportunity has been there and you can't chase it in this moment and make this moment bigger than it actually is because you're upset about the lack of work to this point, which to your point is exactly what they did against the Cardinals. They made everything about the non-fumble call when it was really all about them falling flat for the first three quarters of the game. Yeah, and I think that that's the problem is that you can't you can't search for reasons. You know, your reasons, and when you lose a game like that, you, you're just like, hey, it's on me. We just didn't make enough plays, and they did. And there was a lot of things that broke down, but you really didn't hear that. It's like, okay, well, we like our chances of playing again. We'll, we'll, we can beat them. Well, hopefully that's the case. But you know what? There's some familiarity with these these teams now. I mean, they know each other. I mean, Arizona, you know that you know what you're going to get. So I, I just thought it was a surprise. And, again, I just don't feel comfortable. And I'm just – me personally, with what they have done against good teams when it comes to the offensive side of the ball and even the defensive side of the ball. Defensive – you know, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. A.J. Green, everyone thought that he was like a shelf of himself. But, look, you know, the guys show up and they play. And to me – I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong in saying this. It just seems like that they, Arizona wanted it more. And they always want to have something to show against when it comes to the Cowboys because of who they are, because of this polarizing organization of people that haven't done anything. They always want to like, they're going to show up and they're going to play hard because they're going to get their best shot. Well, and they did want it more. They had lost three in a row. I mean, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, like, they, they, they There's were, a lot that they have at stake yeah. for them. They, they, were, at the they were in a corner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've reached a point, at least this season. This this is my my final thought for us today. We've kind of been all over the map, just kind of you know bemoaning about the Cowboys. Um, I have reached a point where the the player who I trust the most, and I don't even just mean from an on the field their talent perspective, but I just mean overall is Micah Parsons. Like right. that that is he is the dude that I trust the most his quotes after the game were my favorite he uh he he said we just have to be better things we have to clean up we beat ourselves okay i like this micah you beat yourselves there's some accountability there i mean the cardinals beat you but that's fine but tony he went on he said that fumble at the end of the day it is what it is it shouldn't have to come down to one play to decide the game it's determined on the whole fourth quarter not one play that's what i want to hear I don't want to hear Bingo. this. I don't. I don't want to hear this. Like the refs and, and holding and blah blah. You had the whole game, and 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 Micah's, uh, you know, taking accountability on the. De- I thought the defense, it wasn't their like usual superstar performance, but I think generally the the defense played well enough to win. But the offense again put up seven points through the first three quarters, and that you just you're not going to win. Like you're you're not going to win against playoff teams if you have seven points on the board when the fourth quarter starts. You're not going to win those games no matter how hard you try. Well, and it's difficult for defense to to have that much pressure to stop someone dynamic like Kyler Murray. Yeah. And, I, and it just kind of takes away your whole of being aggressive and become a little complacent. But not only Micah Parsons, and I was watching the game, and I was watching Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory played hard. 
He's a baller, man. And look, and everything that happened, I'm so happy for that guy. But that's the only thing you should say. You shouldn't – it may be in the confines of the walls of the star. They are saying, look, the officials – we've had some bad calls, guys, but we're the ones that lost that game. We can't blame it on that. And hopefully Mike McCarthy is saying that. I I understand that the – in the the heat of the moment, in the heat of the battle, yeah, you're gonna say that, and but, you and you got to say things to like yeah. rally the troops. I get that, right. totally with you. But but that shouldn't be the same thing. The, the, that shouldn't be the first your first thought. It's like, look, we we got beat today. In your to your point, you know, before you know that two minutes or outside of two minutes in that fumble, look at what we did before that. We just didn't do enough to win the game. Lack of or lack of you know, whatever however you want to point it or coin it. They just in lack of big plays and just you know lack of being able to stop them when they needed to. It it just has the vibe to me of and if my parents are listening, this was never me. Um, like when you're in college and you have the whole semester, right? And you just you goof off, right? Like you don't you don't do anything. Like you know, you you're late with your assignments. You you don't study for the test, and then final exam comes around. And you do you do the like the math and you're like, I have to get a 93 on this final exam to pass the course. You know what I'm saying? And so and then you you just you don't. And you're like, this is so unfair. I came so close. Yeah, you did come close on the final exam. But guess what? You had the whole semester. You, you had every chance to do the assignments and get them in on time. And again, this never happened to me. But, you know, like that that's what this this is a lack of accountability. And so you're well, right. RJ, it's a statute of limitations. I know that happened to you. I mean, you're it's a perfect, perfect child. It happened um, maybe once, maybe, maybe <laughs> once. But um, but you know what I mean? Like and, and you, you, just can't, you can't wait until you, you can't know, wait till the 11th you hour. You can't you, the you, switch. I mean, yeah, teams you, like that. Yeah. I mean, you, you're you good can't, enough, you can come you, back. You can't be perfect on command. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't go into the fourth quarter against a playoff team and say, we have to score on every possession and we have to stop them from scoring on all of their possessions. And if we do that, we win. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Duh. But like, that's such an impossible thing to expect. You had all of the game to get to a point where you could comfortably win and you blew it. And hopefully you don't do it in two weeks. Hopefully you don't have too bad of a result on Saturday against the Eagles. Uh, so, yeah, um, we'll see. But that's it. We really kind of killed the Cowboys today, Tony. Do you want to well, say something I, nice I think, about him? I think we still had to vent just a little bit. And this is New Year's, but, I, you know, the New Year 2022. But I think we all – I think everyone agrees that this is a team that has to continue. It's almost like you have to – got to play with a little chip on the shoulder. And I think if, if, if they do that and think we haven't proved anything to anyone, you know, the one in the NFC East, but still there's a lot of work to be had here. Mm-hmm. These next few weeks, it, you know, once you get past you know, this week against the Eagles, whatever their, whatever their whole uh, philosophy is going to be and, and how they want to prepare for the, the playoffs, we'll, we'll find out. But after that, this is something that's going to really determine – what this team was in, in 2021 to 2022 season. I can't even say that. So, you know, a lot to be, a lot to football to be had. And I think that there's some things that need to be corrected. And, you know, the, this week of practice, I mean, I like the fact that it's on Saturday, you know, they can move on, but look, you know, the sky's not falling yet, but when it comes to playoff time and they play their first playoff game, then it's on. 
So uh, my last thing, and I, I wrote this, but uh, you mentioned it's on Saturday. A lot of people, again, believe that the NFL, you know, that the fix is in for, you know, the NFL doesn't want to see the Cowboys succeed. The NFL, Tony, literally just gave them an extra day of an advantage over their wild card opponent. They gave them a whole day's worth of rest relative to their first round opponent. That's huge. They just See, gave I don't it understand to them. that because people have to look at the they have to look at the the ratings when it comes to the Cowboys playing. They flex the game out. It was a noon game. It flexed it out to three twenty five because it is Arizona. It's a big game. So if you think that there's this conspiracy against the Cowboys, you know maybe players get in the Hall of Fame at one point. I kind of believed in that. A lot of guys get kept out. I don't know, but the deal of it is. People want to watch the Dallas Cowboys, so they're going to make it a point where the the world and the ratings be able to to, to watch the Cowboys in prime time. So I, I yeah, don't worry about that. I do definitely do not believe in that. Uh, Tony, last one for you on Tuesday morning, right before we started recording, the Washington Football Team announced that on February second, so about a month from now, they will officially unveil their new team name. The heavy speculation is that it will be the Washington Commanders. That is pretty lame, in my opinion. Well, if you look at uh, Commander-in-Chief... Uh, I mean, yeah, it makes, makes sense for that part of the world or part of the country. Yeah, but, I, I guess, but... but then why look, aren't you just the president? It's been an NFL team with no name, so it's about time to really just uh, just move on. With, and, yeah I, yeah, I got no problem with that. Hey, I, it's just, to me, it's still hard to get over calling them the, the old name, but right. uh, yeah, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they just need to need to solidify a name and they can move on. Yeah. I mean, they'll still be bad, but at least they can move on. <laughs> but, um, all right, Tony, I uh, hope you have a great week. We'll all be back next Tuesday for, you, uh, too, you know, a, a setup of the playoff game. Have a great week, everybody. This was the seven five Oh. 